Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. I feel faith in the house this morning. I feel faith in the house this morning. You can all be seated. man was walking by the coast, fell off a cliff, and on the way down, after a couple hundred feet, he was able to grab onto a shrub. He managed to grab the branch, and there was a, he sat suspended thousands of feet above a gorge. With only the branch preserving his fall, he cried out, Help! Help! Is anybody there? And a deep voice replied, yes. Coming from the clouds. And the man replied, who is this? He says, it's God. He says, I need help. He says, let go. And I'll be down. You'll be okay, ten feet from under you. And he says, help, help. Is anybody else up there? Is anybody else up there? I want to preach to you this morning about the voice of God. The voice of God. It is really something when God confirms something. And uh, many times you don't really just expect it to come from the first message. You just kind of just expect through a song or something. But um, thankful for those times that God does confirm things. We can. Let's turn to Ezekiel 37. I don't know if I've got the Holy Ghost bumps on me or if I'm just cold right now. I just feel something. It's cold? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Oh, boy. This one's going to be fun. you're there, just say amen. Amen. The first verse says, And the hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out into the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones, and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. How many's heard this story before? How many's going to amen me anyways? (laughs) Those... There are those in here that have not. And I assure you, the Lord gave me this message because I have fought this message out of discomfort. But I, am, I know I'm on the right path right now. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And he answered, O Lord, God thou knowest. And again he said unto me, Prophesy 
upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you and shall live. I want to preach to you. I'm going to go, I want to dissect some of these scriptures. I want to preach to you deliverance in the valley. Deliverance in the valley. And if you don't feel like you need deliverance, we have those that are sick in here. So I want you to say with me, healing in the valley. Strength in the valley. Power in the valley. I'm glad I know that chain breaker, ain't you? I'm glad I know that when I speak to the Lord, He's able to take them mountaintops and bring them down to where I'm at. Because you see, the valley is not such a bad place. It's not a bad place. Because you can look and see how great the Lord really is from there. See, we're on the top, when we're on the top of the mountain, we see very little. We see very little. But when we look up, come on, when we look up, we can see what God, man, I feel faith in this house right now. I feel the Lord about to do something in here. Amen. I believe God is going to move in here. Let's just pray. Lift our hands and pray. Lord, we love you. We thank you, Lord. We appreciate your mercy and your grace. Hallelujah. If you know a healer, can you just clap your hands? If you know a deliverer, clap your hands. If you believe we can leave this place with someone filled with the Holy Ghost, clap your hands. I wonder if we can build faith across this house. I wonder if we can just worship the Lord for just a minute and let God's faith expound in us. Let us draw virtue in this house. Come on now, let's worship the Lord. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We're going to look beyond our sickness, God. We're going to reach for the mountaintop, God, and bring it down to where we're at. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. One thing we need to keep in mind about Ezekiel is, and please, for you scholars out there, just be graceful to me when you tear me apart after this. We need to remember this about Ezekiel. Ezekiel saw some strange stuff. He's one of them old fellas that would preach, and there would probably be a little white truck outside ready for some sheets to wrap them up in to just take them to a special place. Ezekiel was that man. We got to remember that he had laid on his side for 380 days and then flipped over and laid on the other side for Judah. He heard this from God. They, these men heard from God. And we got to remember, he wasn't just as graceful and cool as Solomon. And he wasn't as compassionate as Jeremiah. But he had boldness, boldness. And when he heard from God, he acted on it. When he heard from God, he acted on it. You got to take in perspective how this man really was. If he, if that's an act of faith, when he put himself in motion, that believe that anything is possible 
through him. It takes us to a place where probably a battlefield, the dead slain bodies of warriors who have long since been forgotten. They were probably a strong strong place in time where they were a mighty army. But they were at this point of defeat. They was at this point of settling. They was at this point to where, okay, sickness has got me, and I'm going to settle with what I got. Pain has got me, and I just got to accept what I have. Here is the life that is without God. Here is a life that is wasted. Here is a life that has no hope. Drugs have it left it desolated. Alcohol has it in broken pieces. The improper relationships has it caused without hope. Sin has destroyed it. Helplessness is all around it. Despair surrounds it. Unhappiness overwhelms it. Dejected by its former self, depressed by its current condition, discouraged by its failures. Disheartened, destituted. Am I speaking to anybody? Am I speaking to anybody in here today? God has got us in this place for a reason. He's got us in this place of desperation because He wants you to say, Lord, I need you. I need you. I can't look for anything else to happen in my life, but I need you. I'm desperate for your touch, God. I'm desperate for your healing, God. I'm desperate for just a little bit of virtue. God bless this man. He's raising his hand over here, little guy, Brother Gage over here. Thank the Lord for him. But we we got to get to a place where we're desperate. A desperate place. I remember the first time ever preaching off at a church. I was scared. I mean scared. I mean I didn't act like I fall out in the spirit, but I was scared. <laughs> I was very scared. But I'd remember praying after my message. I began to pray, asking for the Lord just to, if it wasn't for nobody else, whatever I preach, let it be for me. If it was no, for nobody else, maybe it was just for me. And I remember closing my eyes and kneeling down, and I had a tap on my shoulder. And it was a little girl. She's about 10 years old. Little blonde, little cute little girl. And she says, I want you to pray for my mama. She says, my mama hasn't been able to walk in five years. She was diagnosed with a back problem. And she had recently, I mean, this little girl was telling me this stuff. She had recently been told she'll never walk again. And I remember the little girl standing there, and I said, well, can I pray for you? And she says, yes. She says, but my mama's on the fourth row back there. And I said, well, I'm going to pray for you. I'm just going to believe the Lord's going to touch her. And as I began to pray for her, obviously I pleaded that blood. Because I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. But I remember praying for that little girl. Tears coming down her eyes just out of desperation. Standing in proximity knowing. Don't you know God's works through the child of faith? 
He does work in that. Children, if you're in here today and you need God to move in your family's life, pray for him. God's going to honor your prayer. God's going to move in that prayer. And as I begin to pray for that little girl, tear. I love children. I love children. And uh, <laughs> sometimes they kind of go on. I got four, so I mean, I must love them at some point. But I remember praying for her and God moving and touching that little girl. I'd like to tell you that that woman stood right up and walked up there and just began to shout and let God move on her and dance. But God says, if you ask, you shall receive. I believe that. I believe that. I believe Ezekiel believed that. Because Ezekiel was chosen by God. And I believe I've been chosen by God to preach the gospel. These men up here, when you hear a word, or out there, when you hear a word, they believe because they have heard from the voice of God. And as I went home, I had thought about that little girl and that woman. And a couple months went by later, and my buddy was asked to preach for the same church. So we jumped in the truck, and I rode up there with him. He was going to preach the service. And he got done preaching. Man, we had an awesome service. And as that service was winding down, a lady had walked up to me. And she says, Bobby, I know you don't know me. And I said, no, no. She goes, I was here that night you preached. I said, oh, yeah. She goes, yeah. And uh, she says, "Uh, my daughter. My daughter was the one that walked up here. My daughter was the one that walked up here and had you pray for her. And God touched me. She walked up there. She walked up there. She walked up there. We get in such low points in our life. And we're asking God, where are you at in this? It's I've had... What I've got for years. I've, I've been in this situation for years. God, you've delivered me before. I'm going to speak to somebody right now. God, you have delivered me before. And I'm back in that place again. And all you got to do is just Speak. Speak. The Bible says Ezekiel prophesied. He preached. But we have got ourselves so beat up, we're even scared to preach. We're so scared to preach to everybody else, we won't even preach to ourselves. We need to get in ourselves in our closets and just begin to preach and prophesy to what the Lord can do in our lives. I don't have to settle for this sickness. I don't have to settle for this pain. I don't have to settle for what's attacking my life. I don't have to settle. If we speak, I know some of us, I've, I've done it before. I've been riding down the road and just felt like, what is, what is it like to prophesy? You know, just, I mean, you're really into, I mean, you're right there, your hands with God's hand. What is it like to prophesy? Prophesying is no more than opening your mouth and saying, devil, you're a liar. You're a liar and the father of it. 
and begin to think of what the Lord and say, speak what God can do in your life. I wonder if this house we can stand up. I wonder if we can stand up in this house. And you got a sickness in your life right now. I wonder if you could just raise your hand and begin to speak to it. Come on. Let's speak to it right now. In the name of Jesus. Lord, touch the things of my life, God. Move in my life, Lord. I got sickness, Lord. I got pain in my life. Come on, let's speak it. Lord Jesus, right now. I don't don't believe we need to go any further. Let's just raise our hands. Say it. Speak it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I'm battling with things in my life. In the name of Jesus, I'm asking God that you would move in my situation. Deliver me, Lord. I need a touch right now. I need a move right now. I need it, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We used to sing a song, Victory. Oh, victory shall be mine. Victory, oh, victory shall be mine. If I hold my peace, if I hold my peace, if I hold my peace and let the Lord fight my battle. Let Jesus speak peace into your mind right now. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we praise you. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord, right now. Lord, we praise you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. I feel this in the Holy Ghost. If, if you need the Holy Ghost right now, if you'll walk up here and let him speak to you, It's not going to take a bunch of people touching you. But if you just raise your hands and begin to thank God for His mercies, for His ever-enduring peace, just begin to thank Him. Go ahead, raise your hand. Those that need the Holy Ghost, come on. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, don't worry about anybody else that's beside you. Go ahead, raise your hands. Oh, Lord, we praise you, Jesus. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Come on, let this healing virtue come in this house right now. Lord, we praise you, Lord. Lord, I'm asking God that you would move in these minds, Lord. Bring peace, God. Let the deliverer step in, Lord, right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Begin to prophesy to it. Go ahead. Lord, we praise you. Lord, I speak to any doubt in this place right now. God, I speak to anything that's hindrance right now, Lord. And I plead the blood of Jesus on these situations, Lord. Oh, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, reach toward the person next to you. Begin to pray for them. Speak to it. Jesus name Lord Lord Jesus 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 in the name of Jesus begin to speak it Lord we praise you Lord let healing virtue come forth Lord let your power God and your strength Lord in the name of Jesus 
This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.